This podcast is now streaming on the Accounting Influencers main show. Subscribe to the Accounting Influences podcast to listen to more content just like this. You can also watch this episode on YouTube. Please like and subscribe to learn even more from the very best experts, thought leaders and influencers in the accounting and fintech world. Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network presents UK Matters in Accounting with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. Sponsored by Accountex. Welcome to episode four of UK Matters in Accounting. On behalf of the Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network, we have five shows going out every week. This is our Friday special. We're focusing on the UK market. And we'll continue with a series of interviews recorded live at Accountex, where Accounting Influencers were the official broadcast partner of the event. This was in London, one of the biggest events in the world, certainly the biggest in Europe. And in today's episode, you'll hear some live interviews with Vipul Sheth from Advanced Track Outsourcing. We have Sharon Cook from 2020 Innovation, Ketan Makwana from 77 Ventures, and Sonia Dore from Chaser. These are great people, great interviews. Great vibe, great energy, great insights. Let's get listening. To Count Texas Day One, I'm here with Ketan Makwana from 77 Ventures or Cryptolix. What is it, Ketan? So, 77 Ventures is our venture partnering, venture capital kind of firm and stuff. But more specifically, here at Accountex, we are promoting Cryptolytics. And Cryptolytics, for anyone that's out there interested, is basically the Netflix of crypto, blockchain, and NFTs. Okay. So, as you would understand, um, there's a lot of information out there. It's quite fragmented. Uh, if you're an accountant and you're looking at um, taking on clients that have blockchain and crypto uh, within their business, you need to understand about tax regulations, all these kind of things. What we've done is produced a platform which uh, curates all the content to you, news, audio experiences, the academy, resources, and we're also adding a live stream channel into it just for a little bit of extra entertainment. Well, I think you had us at Netflix for accountants, <laughs> Ketan. And uh, is this your first Accountex? Are you a veteran of these things? Um, I, no, no, I've, I've been as a, here as a visitor. Okay. Um, I've spoken once or twice uh, in previous shows. Um, I've done a lot of work with people like Sage and Intuit in the past, so uh, Caroline, you know, portfolio director, invited me in uh, to give a talk, and uh, the rest is history. Really. How is it going for you today? Oh, I love it. I, I tell you something. Um, first of all, it's great to be back on live events. I think this whole pandemic and the shutdown of these kind of events, is, we lose the energy of things. The second thing is um, there's so much pent-up demand for people wanting to either connect or progress in a particular ways. So for us, you know, we're, we're, we're having a well of a time here on the stand talking to people about how we're democratizing information and content curation. But at the same time, there is, a, a, I feel, a big need from the accounting world to really get a grip of uh, and grasp of what's happening with crypto and these assets, especially from a tax and regulations perspective. And that, that kind of plays in well with what we want to offer. So. Do you have an accounting background, Ketan? Uh, um, no. <laughs> and, and I don't. I, I was a high school maths teacher. But uh, you do get a sense when you speak to accountants, and I'm sure you speak to many, many of them, of this overload and overwhelm, and there's so much I need to know, and there's so much I need to do. Yeah. And crypto and AI, they're just other things. There's too much. What would you say to them? Um, 
I think it's just. Do you sympathise with that? Uh, I empathise with it, right. uh, rather than sympathise. I think um, I think you know the culture of accountants and, and this industry is it's you know it's very much like law. It's got to you know it's down to the written rule. You've got to have a look at numbers that are not just specific. It's rules, regulations, how things particularly work. And yeah. I think what happens here is um, accountants generally get into get overwhelmed with the whole fact of I'm going to know this to the nth detail. And I think you know if you take an entrepreneur rather than an accountant, they're much more relaxed or casual about those kind of particular things. Having said that, I think it's also important. You see, people like accountants and lawyers are very meticulous about what they do. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, it's about embracing it here. So we come in not to tell people to calm down and chill out, but actually say, look, if you are curious, if you do need to understand, you know, what better than to have a platform that will give you the, the support you need when you need it. What's happening is these guys are now coming to us and saying, not only are we interested in the platform, but we want to give it to our clients. So all of a sudden, um, it's 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 opening up. Uh, you know, I think the industry is always going to be like that. Yeah. Um, it's always going to have that kind of specific eye to detail kind of thing. But um, look, if if they didn't do it, who's going to do it? Yeah, yeah. And Cryptolex, Cryptolytics. Yeah. Is this an international thing or just UK right now? So we launch, actually, the, we open the virtual doors to our platform on the 16th of May, okay. so next week. Uh, we're here promoting uh, £1 access for 30 days, and then you can cancel your subscription. And can anyone in the world access that? 100%. Okay. Um, so we aren't, uh, we aren't restricted by international laws or regulations because we're not an exchange. We don't uh, give financial advice. We, uh, we aren't uh, constituted into any form of... Um, uh, training on how to build wallets and wealth. Uh, we are more uh, about news, information, and uh, education around uh, the the market, the, the platform, what blockchain is, how it's uh, how it's going to be used. And that's vital because people have got to stay informed. There's so many decisions you can get wrong, and people can lose a lot of money, right. and can't they? And that means that we don't have any restrictions to be international. Yeah. The only thing that I would say is we are bringing in a series of uh, tax and regulatory uh, training into the program. I'm working with the FCA at the moment as well for, for here in the UK particularly. They did a crypto sprint only a couple of days ago, which is interesting. So I'm going to learn a little bit more about what they're doing in their uh, uh, in their regulation site, but as you can appreciate, every country has their own tax rule. Yes. So India is like a flat 30%, whereas the UK is capital gains tax. So what we've got to be mindful of is making sure that if we are doing jurisdiction-based uh, training presentations and stuff like that on the platform, that we, we meet the, the country's regulations. Yeah. And, stuff like that. and 77 Ventures, you mentioned the venture capital that you've been. Talk to us a little bit about that. So, um, so 77 was born during the, uh, during the pandemic, um, Michael, myself, my business partner, Michael's uh, ex-entertainment, uh, he brought um, Dirty Dancing to theatre and, wow, okay. and then sold, Everyone sold out knows the Dirty Dancing. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I can't dance. So, uh, so, but uh, but we, we came together because we felt that the creative industries were very underrepresented okay. um, in terms of the financial support. So we built 77 with a premise to accelerate digital and technology in the creative industries. Off the back of 77 Ventures, we've now got four 
projects. So Cryptolytics is one which is spinning off. We've got a, we're building digital arenas, uh, which is bridging the physical and digital world, which is spinning off. We are now bringing 77 Capital uh, in, which is our FCA licensed uh, fund. Um, and then 77 Ventures is gonna become more of a venture partner, venture builder opportunity. So we're, we're, we're established entrepreneurs. I have experience in, in the market growing businesses, as does Michael. So we wanna be able to put in as much support and resource that we can to help the creative industries get back up there and, and serve um, it's a yeah. really. And we're seeing more venture capital money coming into the accountants uh, world and the fintech world, aren't we? Correct. Um, so you're seeing something in there that's attractive for you as an investor? Yeah, well, we have two funds that we're intending to introduce. Um, we are looking at an equity fund um, and we're also looking to go down the debt finance route where we will work with people like the British Business Bank to build in um, growth accelerating funds. So this is where business of any type, any nature can come to us. Uh, they can get debt finance, but the, the finance will come with caveats like mentoring, training, investment strategies to really help the, that professional get the right return on investment on that, on that yeah. capital. And debt finance, to be honest with you right now, um, is it's, it's a growing trend. More and more associations are looking at providing money on a debt basis rather than taking it to companies, which is a good thing, I think. Yeah. Final question, Katan. Mm. What skills, attributes do you feel accountants are going to need over the next few years to stay relevant and competitive from what you see of the space? Okay, so the first one I'd say is resilience. Um, okay. I think um, accountants are resilient, but they're also very robust. And what I mean by that is they have a very small turning circle to new things. Okay. I think, uh, I suppose the next one alongside resilience is agility. They're going to be open-minded to what's coming next. It's not just a, a hearsay of what they read in the news. Um, digital currency and crypto and blockchain are not going anywhere. Um, and they're only going to become more, more increased. And then from a business perspective, I think they've got to be more entrepreneurial. They're going to become a little bit more creative with the way in which they um, not only attract their clients in, but serve their clients. So FinTech solutions, workshops, uh, all sorts of different creativity that they can bring in that will allow them to serve their, their client in a, a, a more uh, sort of agile way. They've got to think more like a business owner. Correct. And, and, and from that, I think, um, maybe introducing a little bit more kind of partnerships, you know, working with, you know, they're the financial institute arm. Uh, they could have a FinTech, which is more about payments. They could have uh, another company that does things like media and information. All of a sudden you become a conglomerate of value and, you know, 10% of something's better than 100% of nothing. Yeah, you're a very passionate guy, Ketan. <laughs> what excites you most about the next few years? Um, Uncertainty. You like I love that, it. You? I love it. You're an entrepreneur. I love it. That's where you operate best. I exactly. For me, it's not knowing what the next 20 minutes is going to mean, rather than the next 20 years. We are embracing, uh, you know, with Web3, with all of these kind of things, new worlds, new paradigms, new things. It's exciting. It's exhilarating, but it's also exhausting. So, so that's 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 us. You're the right guy in the right place, Ketan Makwana. Thank you so much for your time today. Sharon Cook of 2020 Innovation and Training. How are you, Sharon? I'm good, Rob. How are you? That's a big smile. Were you, was... I, well, 
I've been listening to your podcast. How exciting is it to meet Bless you in person? Bless you. Well, it is. It's good to meet in person. And you get in that feel, Sharon, that people are happy to be back face to face. Oh, fantastic. Yesterday in particular, the show was buzzing. We've had lots of activity on the stands and just walking around. I'm sure you're finding it as well. You can't walk from one side to the other without seeing people you know. No. And it's just lovely to be able to give the people a hug. And, uh, well, seeing people connect. you know, you've been in this game a long time now. You know pretty much everybody and everyone and all the vendors and everything else but you're new to 2020 so a new adventure for you new adventure i've been at 2020 innovation for three and a half months now uh, some days it feels like three and a half weeks some days it feels like three and a half years <laughs> uh, but no it's, it's been really really good i love this brand i love how innovative it is so uh yeah we're working with accountants to help them grow their firms and really support their clients in the way they should be supporting their clients and 2020 have been at accountex i think since the very beginning with gordon and ian yep. and their heritage there and the still around but you're going in a different direction now aren't you this this new direction tell us a bit about that absolutely i think as the accounting sector itself is evolving our job is to evolve at a quicker pace yes. so we've got a great member base and what we want to be doing is helping our members like i say progress their firms so the speed of change at the moment is just staggering and i think actually it might have been on one of the um, accountancy influence podcasters one of your guests said about you can't strategize at the moment for more than 18 months Best practice is out the window. Yeah. Because I, what used to work doesn't work so much. Absolutely. So with this scale of change and different strategies needed to be employed, what we want to be doing is working with our members, our clients to help them put those plans in place themselves. And that means us being good enough for right now isn't enough. We want to be taking the firms into the future, looking with working with all these vendors that are around today. What's the accountancy practice of 18 months going to look like? And what's the journey to get our members to where they are now to that point? And you're looking to take accountants into the future. Are you dragging them there or are they dragging <laughs> you? Are they coming reluctantly? There's, of course, a mix, isn't there? Um, we, I think within any group of any businesses, you get a mix from uh, your traditionals, let's call it, to your very uh, forward-facing, yeah, out there, trying new things. You know, I've been working with a chap who's set up a new accountancy practice based purely on cryptocurrency. Wow. That's his niche. And he is driving that sector forward, and that's amazing to see. And we've got some other clients that, you know, they're great at what they do. They've got a solid client base, but they haven't yet been through the change that they're probably going to see over the next few years. So we've got to be flexible and have the right resources to deal with firm A through to firm Z and make sure we're doing, doing the right thing. And as you know, Rob, my bag's tax. So what I found I'm really doing at 2020 in particular is we're doing the tax update session. So I'm going to go and do top 10 tax in the uh, in the theatres at the moment. But what I'm trying to do is bring all this together so we know how much automation is coming into our industry and any repetitive, straightforward task, it is going to be automated. It will be replaced by technology. But where a practitioner is up on the tax challenges that are ahead, the tax issues now, tax certainly isn't is a one-size-fits-all technical area so by using your tax skills to provide personalized proactive advice that is the bespoking that a firm can do to keep themselves relevant so that's really what we're driving i'm picking up on the word relevant looking at the accountants as individuals sharon what skills attributes do you feel they need to develop to stay relevant and competitive over the next few years there's just so much isn't there so of course i'm going to say technical if we're going to be providing these personalised proactive services, we've got to know what we're doing. But I think actually a really key thing for me at the moment is the people skills. Over the pandemic, we've all talked a lot about this concept of being kind. And being kind shouldn't be something we train in. I don't think it is something we train in, but I 
really just want to encourage people to be nice, be nice to colleagues, be nice to clients, be nice to peers. That moment of kindness, a two-minute check-in, it means the world to someone. Uh, so that, I think, is a really important skill, and it links into that top issue at the moment of talent. A number of accountancy firms are struggling to bring people in. If you've got a great culture and you're supporting your teams, you're helping them develop as individuals, whether they see their career in 10 years' time with your firm or not, that makes you a good employer. That makes a nice culture within the office, and that's going to keep the people they've got and attract new people. And I've known you for many years, Sharon. You're super passionate and excited. But looking ahead to the next few years, what are you most excited about? this scale of change. I think we've got this on video. You like the buzz of change, so. I love it. So when we are, I think even in three years' time, if we look back at this video, if we look back at this account text today, <laughs> I think we're going to be staggered at what the accountancy profession at that point is compared to what it is today. We are seeing it become more commercial. We're, being, we're seeing the accountancy practices run like businesses. We're seeing private equity coming into this market to give new options for succession planning. It's a really, really exciting time. Sharon Cook, it's great that you're holding the hands of accountants and leading that charge into the future. Rob Brown, it's great that you're here talking to us all. Thanks for talking to you. Bye-bye. It's day two, it's Accountex, and we are here with Sonia Dore. She's at Chaser, and uh, she's an old friend. We've met before, haven't we? We have, we have. I'm so pleased to see you again in person. Uh, yes. It's been a long time. Well, let me ask you about that. We're yeah. back at Accountex. You've been to Accountex before, haven't yes. you? Yes, yes. It's different this time. How does it feel? It feels, it feels so special because it's familiar faces that we used to see over and over again. Yeah. And we are finally seeing our friends and familiar colleagues that we hadn't seen over the course of over two years, really. Four years for me, actually. I, I missed 2019. And some of your so, customers who have been with you since COVID must be coming up and saying, it is great to meet you, Alain. Yes, accountants and bookkeepers, and a lot of people as well in the panels. I was impressed there wasn't an empty seat. Uh, and the stand has been crazy busy the entire two days. Yeah, well, you've got a great team here. Yeah. Look, they're all on brand, Sonia. Yes. You've got a lovely stand here. Thank you. You put a lot into this. This just doesn't happen overnight. So you're thinking about this for a few months. How yep. do you determine whether it's been a success? So I think for us, um, the success of the event is with the engagements that we have with the people that were here. Okay. Um, and also with, because it's not all about generating leads for us. It's really about also making that step in the, um, in the ecosystem that exists here with accounting systems and fintech. Yeah. And we're really making a stand with regards to credit control. So if we've had our voice heard and people are, are moving towards more automation of manual tasks, I feel like we've accomplished something. For us, it's much more about the awareness than the actual leads that we generate from the event. Yeah, and as we look around, there's 250 exhibitors here. Some competition, but a lot of vendors, suppliers, providers to the accounting profession. How important are strategic partnerships for Chaser? I think it's absolutely critical um, to have strategic partnerships. It's the only way that we can all grow together. And with regards to competition, it's always been my opinion that um, competition for us in this market is not really each other. No. Competition is the 80 plus 
um, people who are still doing things manually, who are still struggling to adopt technology. And there's so many that the market share is so ginormous that I'm not I'm not concerned about the competition. In fact, we should help each other. And and that's how I see it. And we can all grow together. There's enough there's enough for all of us out there. That's a, a wonderful collaborative approach. Absolutely. You can help the accounting profession to digitize. Yeah. yeah. I admire my competition and we they inspire us every day. Yeah. Now when you yeah. talk to accountants, what do you feel are the, the key skills they need to develop over the next few years to stay relevant and competitive? So the main skill that I would say it's, it's, it's going to be <laughs> it's a little bit difficult for you to say it um, and and stay kind of on point but okay. it's really you call them out you call them out so as as a person who's completely attached to artificial intelligence and machine learning and the advancements in technology yeah. the main thing that i think that all accountants and anyone in any job is going to need to focus on is the human skills okay. human interaction skills those skills will never be replaced by machines they'll never be replaced by automation and in fact Automation should help bring out those skills even further. And I think that's really where the focus is going to lie and what the skills are going to be required as accountants grow into their space. And you're very passionate about what you do, Sonia. What yeah. excites you most about you and Chaser over the next few years? What excites me most is about building a business that has a really positive culture where the team is proud of what we're doing, they're proud of what we're achieving for the industry, and they're proud to work here. For me, being able to say, I am Chaser, they are Chaser, we are Chaser, that's all that matters to me. And if we build a really strong business in that way, then it'll trickle down to our customers and the rest will happen by itself. Yeah, and I've got to ask you about the four billion. Yeah. You must be proud of that. Just talk to us about that stat, Sonia. It, it's, it's incredible. We have a member of staff. Her name is Inga. She's actually planned the entire just event. Just met Inga. There she is right there. She, um, she manually dug through all of our data to understand um, we're trying to develop this North Star metric. Right. What is the most valuable thing that we can say about our customers and how, it's how much they've been paid? And Inga actually manually went through the system and tagged for the last eight years that we've been in existence how, how many invoices and what the value of those invoices wow. were. And when she finally figured out that number, it tallied up to four billion. That's a big spreadsheet. Isn't it? it was an intense <laughs> amount of work. And now we're trying to automate being able to stay in touch with that number so that we continuously can um, continue. And it becomes our, um, it becomes our, you know, our guiding light. You know, the more we get paid, the happier we are as a business because that's what we want. We want people to be able to get paid. Well, Sonia Doyle, yeah. it's been great talking to you. Thanks so much for your it's time. It's so great. I'm so happy that you came to, to see me. We're at Count Texas Day 2. We're live and we're Vipple Chef from Advanced Track Outsourcing. Vipple, hello to you. Hi there. Rob. How are you holding up? Busy couple of days? Uh, busy three days, actually. We oh, had, yes. We had our own event on Tuesday. Yes, and now tell us about that. Uh, I had an amazing day at the National Gallery where we invited customers and uh, friends to come along, share a great day and just have fun. It's like we're coming out of COVID and you know, really went big to... And they all turned up pretty much. Pretty much everybody Amazing. who said they were going to turn up, turned yeah. up. Now you've done a lot of account taxes, Ripple. How does it feel to be back here? Absolutely amazing to be back meeting with 
our own customers and other people who want to make a change to theirs and their clients' lives. Yeah. Do you get a sense that budgets have been held back for a couple of years and, and things have just ramped up a little bit now? Oh yeah, there's certainly some uh, some big old stalls here this time, so yeah. I think they've been saving up their budgets, it seems. I think so. <laughs> and it's not just talking to your own customers' clients, you're big on strategic partnerships and alliances, aren't you? So Very you've much been so. doing a lot of networking, you and your team, for the last couple of days. Definitely. Uh, you know, the number of people that I have not seen in the best part of three years the fact that we've been in a room together able to have a drink together or a sandwich together it's just been you know the best feeling that, that we could have had and we've been asking people as we've gone around the stands talk to the vendors that are serving accountants what is the biggest challenge they got and everyone talks about capacity and growth and talent and what you do at advanced track outsourcing speaks right into that doesn't it very much so for us it's uh, we recognize that um, the um, war on for talent is immense yeah. and um, but what that does mean is people are looking to deploy their onshore staff that much more effectively um, and that's where we can help them uh, by just saying look you guys go and give the love that your clients need and we'll do the stuff in the background now you're talking to accountants all the time what in your view people are, are the key things they need to be uh, adopting skill-wise or knowing over the next few years to stay relevant and competitive? I think the biggest thing is about um, for the, um, stepping up in terms of um, their staff uh, doing more of the work that the more senior members of the team are doing. Because yeah. uh, once you do that, you almost have a succession plan built in, but actually the partners have a much better quality of life and they're able to serve the wider client base better because they've upskilled their wider group of people. Now you've been through uh, quite a few challenges but exciting times over the last couple of years. What excites you most about the next couple of years? I think the, um, the way that the cloud uh, uh, has been adopted, partly accelerated through the pandemic, but I think now the use of that cloud uh, technology and the way that the firms are able to support uh, the clients, um, that's really having a step up. And, I, and I, I couldn't be more excited because actually the entrepreneurs of today and tomorrow are going to be better served by our profession and, and that's a great thing. Very good, and final question. Some of your competition are in this room. Yep. You've been doing this a long time. Sure. What is your competitive edge here? Why are you a little bit different and better than everyone else? We've had technology at the heart of our business uh, for over a decade and a half. Um, so that's certainly a factor. We're an ethical provider. We're chartered accountants, so we take that you seriously. Know the game. We know the game, absolutely. Well, Vipra Shepard, great talking to you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network presents UK Matters in Accounting with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. Sponsored by Accountex.